Good evening, I'm Paul Durienzo with the headlines. The United States and the United Kingdom launched a new round of strikes on Houthi targets in Yemen after the group again targeted commercial shipping in the Red Sea. The U.S. and U.K. carried out eight strikes on Monday night with support from Australia, Bahrain, Canada, and the Netherlands. United States Air Force General Pat Ryder. These strikes were precise, proportionate, and intended to further disrupt and degrade the capabilities the Houthis have been using to threaten global trade and the lives of innocent mariners. Again, our aim remains to de-escalate tensions and restore stability in the Red Sea. The Houthis have said the attacks are in response to Israel's war in Gaza and a show of support for the Palestinians. And Israeli officials are telling media outlets that Israel has given Hamas a proposal through Qatari and Egyptian mediators that includes up to two months of a pause in the fighting as part of a multi-phase deal that would include the release of all remaining hostages held in Gaza. United States Middle East Envoy Brett McGurk was in Cairo Tuesday, National Security Spokesperson John Kirby. Certainly one of the things he's in the region talking about is the potential for another hostage deal, which would require a humanitarian pause of some length to get that done. And that's definitely on the agenda. He'll also be talking about a range of other issues, including humanitarian assistance, getting assessment of uh, Israeli Defense Force operations and the protection of civilian life. I mean, there's a lot on his agenda. The discussions are sober and serious. Meanwhile, at the United Nations, the United States told the Security Council peace was at hand, but then criticized the world body for failing to condemn Hamas for its October 7th attack on Israel while denouncing violent attacks against Palestinians by Israeli settlers on the West Bank. We're also deeply troubled by the situation in the West Bank, where forced displacement and unprecedented levels of violence by extremist settlers present an urgent threat to peace and stability. We condemn killings of Palestinian civilians, and we urge Israel to prevent and investigate settler violence, as well as hold perpetrators accountable. Meanwhile, in Khan Yunus, in Gaza, more than 40 civilians were killed today by Israeli strikes, and local hospital staff say they are under assault by Israeli forces, forcing patients into the overcrowded Nasser Hospital. And in local news, closer to home. New York City Mayor Eric Adams defended his veto of measures passed by the city council to require the NYPD keep records on all investigative stops, including level one, the lowest level. And I agree with uh, 90% of the bill. I don't agree with the level one aspect of it, and I don't believe they fully understand that you can't alter what level one stands for. Public advocate Jumani Williams has been speaking out against the mayor's veto of the How Many Stops Act, a bill requiring more data on just who the police question in the course of his shift. And so he's making believe that somehow they will stop what they're doing instead of doing it at the end. And it's just remarkable that he would lie to this kind of magnitude and make believe that they have, like who, why, that it makes absolutely no sense. Adams is also adamant about his veto of the halt solitary bill that would change the way Rikers Island deals with prisoners who act out. We don't have solitary confinement in New York uh, City. 2019, prior to becoming mayor, it was disbanded. And even the Daily News talks about that it was a sleight of hand of using that. That's an emotional term. Just like the city council, our administration is against solitary confinement. But a former incarcerated person and anti-solitary advocate, Victor Page, says it's the mayor who's the one twisting words to defend a barbaric system. Mayor says there is no solitary confinement. That is a mistruth, right? By whatever name you call it, solitary, segregated confinement, punitive segregation, administrative uh, segregation is all solitary confinement because you are separated 
from the general population, number one. You don't have access to programs, right? You don't have access to congregate uh, gatherings, right? And you surely don't have access to mental health and significant health programs, right? So when he says that there is no solitary confinement, by whatever name you call it, is still considered solitary confinement, whether you call it, you know, punitive segregation, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Pate adds it was a bill signed by former mayor Bill de Blasio in 2019 that ended solitary, but has been blocked by the current mayor ever since. There were supposed to have been implemented alternatives to people being placed in solitary confinement. What happened when the Adams administration came in, he continuously put in an executive order which delayed its implementation. So that actually never happened at all. And he continued to do it till this day. The mayor, Adams, put in executive order that delayed it week after week after week since 2019. According to Pate, it doesn't matter. The city council will vote to override Mayor Adams. Paul DiRienzo, New York.